So here's the big question. How are entrepreneurs like us, who have been hustling and struggling to make it to success, who seem to make it one step forward, only to fall two steps back, who are dedicated, determined, and driven, how do we finally break through and win? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Brian Kelly, and this is the Mind Body Business Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Mind Body Business Show. We have a phenomenal guest lined up for you tonight. Uh, this morning, from where Mr. Jules Dan hails, he hails from Melbourne, Australia. So everyone say good day, mate. I've always wanted to do that on on a live video. It's the first time I've ever done it. I hope I did did it justice there, Jules. You can tell me later when you come on the Mind Body Business Show. It is a show that we had put together with you in mind, and that is the entrepreneur, the small business owner, the person that's looking for the next way to get them out of their place of stuck, where they can get out and just crush it in business. And I have guest after guest on this show who have achieved success in their own areas, and, and some in many, and are broader than others. And what the beautiful thing I learned in all this time is there are many recipes for success. There are many but all you really truly need is one. And if what Jules says tonight resonates with you, you can simply follow him, model him, maybe even connect with him when the show is over and take it to the next level. I've made incredible relationships just by doing this show alone. You can do the same by just reaching out to the guests. That's, it's that simple. This is what this show is about, is to help expose the brilliance of these individuals to you, to the world, so that more and more people can achieve success faster. Because let's face it, we don't want to reinvent the wheel over and over, do we? We don't need to. There are many times, success has been achieved and it, it, there is a roadmap and there's many and they exist. All we need to do is find one and follow it. All right. And the reason that uh, the name of the show is because of the three pillars of success, I call them, is I studied very successful people for a period of 10 years and I, I just harnessed and, and focused on them to determine what is it that made them potentially more successful than me? I mean... Do they, do they dress differently? Do they shower differently? Do they eat differently? Uh, you know, I don't know, uh, but now I do. And none of those are the, the reason that they are more successful. The reason are those three things that are part of the title of this very show. Mind being mindset. To a person, every single successful person uh, that I was studying had a very positive, powerful, and most importantly, flexible mindset. They also took care of their body, literally meaning physically through exercise and through nutrition and what they ingested. And then business. Business has many, many aspects to it. It's multifaceted. Uh, with business, these individuals had mastered the necessary skill sets to achieve greatness in their business. Skill sets like sales, marketing, systematizing, team building, leadership. I could really go on for a long time with all of the different skill sets. The good news for you, now look, mastering anything, or becoming an expert in anything can take a very long time. I mean, there's a number that's floating around uh, that's commonly used, 10,000 hours. If you've ever done anything for 10,000 hours, you could coin yourself as an expert. Well, the good news is you don't need to spend 10,000 hours on every one of those skill sets I just mentioned and the many more that go with building a successful business. If you just concentrate on one, just one skill set, the rest can just 
take care of themselves. It's pretty amazing. And I actually mentioned that one skill set in that list that I just rattled rattle off here just moments ago. That one skill set is the skill set of leadership. Because when you've mastered leadership, now all you need to do is assemble the people that have already mastered those skill sets that you have yet to master and bring them on your team. And now you can just lead the team with all the skill sets in place and crush it in business. But let's face it, not everybody starts out with a team. We all start, most of us start out as solopreneurs. And so we have solopreneurs that come on the show as well. We have uh, folks showing every every aspect of the journey. And so I'm really happy that you're here watching. If you're listening on podcasts, so happy that you're here. And you're going to really, really enjoy this young man who's coming up. His name's Jules Dan. But before I do that, I want to quickly uh, switch gears. There is another trait of highly successful people that I love to spotlight. And what that is, is they are voracious readers of books. And so with that, I like to segue into a little segment I affectionately call Bookmarks. Bookmarks. Born to read. Bookmarks. Ready, steady, read. Bookmarks. Brought to you by ReachYourPeakLibrary.com. There you see it, reachyourpeaklibrary.com. For those of you watching live, even if you're listening on a podcast and you're, you have access to say a computer or a, a phone where you're gonna uh, get the temptation to tap on a browser and go check out a resource, please, I implore of you, resist that temptation and instead write down notes on traditional pad of paper with a pen or on your notepad on your computer instead of running off and looking at these resources because I love to say this all the time from stage, back when I was speaking on stage, that's gonna come up again uh, soon, I hope. And that is the magic happens in the room. So stay with us, stay in the room, the virtual room, keep your focus and attention on Jules Dan because he's gonna be dropping bombs of wisdom and knowledge bombs and smart bombs. You, oh, you're gonna love this. I mean, literally, you're gonna see bombs flying on this show. And I'd really love for you to just pay attention because for you, I mean, I have to pay attention. I'm running the show and I get the most out of the show probably than anybody. Uh, and I'd like you to get the same amount by just paying attention to Mr. Jules Dan. He's coming on right after this, right after this. Real quick, the Reach Your Peak Library website. It's reachyourpeaklibrary.com. I had that made and I am not kidding, uh, literally with you in mind because I myself did not begin voraciously reading until the age of 47. I will be 57 at the end of this month. This is August, 2021. And I, I was just floored by the amount of value and the amount of progress I made in both business and personal life once I began reading the right books, not just any book. Um, and that doesn't say you can't read leisure books and fiction and things like that for enjoyment. Not saying that at all. But if you're looking to uh, really crush it in business, then maybe start picking out books that will help you in that realm. And I, I got to tell you that many of these are super interesting. They have great stories. They're not dry. And they're on this list only because I personally have read them. I vetted them. Uh, and not every book has made this list that I've ever read. So this is just there for you to just go grab one. And this is not to make money. Uh, you click a button, it goes to Amazon. I may make a few cents. I mean, literally, I don't even know. It, it's amazing. Uh, it, this isn't for money. <laughs> and uh, as you scroll down, just pick the first book that jumps off the screen that you read the description. Oh, that looks interesting. Just go after that one and then come back and find the next one when you're done with that. And just 
wash, rinse, repeat. So that is my gift to you. And we have more gifts on this show. Uh, so you'll want to stick around. I'll tell you about that in just a moment. Before we do that, I think it's time for Brian to stop yakking so much and bring on our very, very special guest expert, Jules Dan. Here he comes. It's time for the guest expert spotlight. Savvy, skillful, professional, adept, trained, big league, qualified. And there he is, ladies and gentlemen, all the way from Melbourne, Australia. The one, the only, it is Mr. Jules Dan. How are you doing tonight, this morning? <laughs> How are you doing tonight, this morning, Brian? Thank you so much for having me on the show today. I really appreciate it. It's it's so cool that I can now boast that this show does time travel because you are tomorrow and I am still today. Um, in the Isn't future, awesome? I'm on fr yeah. it's Friday today, so... I'm actually going to call yep. it, I like doing it, calling a bit early on Fridays. It's like a half down Friday for me. So love it. lots of, lots of reading, you know, you, you mentioned you had a book list before you, you didn't mention this one book. I love this book. I had to get it from my bookshelf. Have you, you read this one, right? Oh yes. Yes. Yeah, that is the best one. There are many, and I didn't scroll down to the end, but in all honesty, I have not read that book yet. There are so oh. many awesome books. Yeah. What? Okay. You can mind. Lots of good, like simple reminders and that I, I love it because the takeaway is there's no ninja hacks for persuasion and influence it's like it's listening, yeah. listening to people um and just there's a few other little nice things in there but yeah thanks for having me on the show man i really appreciate it am i the first yeah. aussie uh i don't believe so i'm sorry oh no because yeah but you know what i love aussies i love you all i truly do uh i've worked with Australians for a number of years now, and I, it's just, I don't know, instant kinship. It's, it's, it's amazing. And we speak the same language. That helps a lot, I'll tell you. Um, <laughs> some, will, some will argue that. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I've been to the States a few times, and, and uh, they're like, you, so you speak English? I'm like, what? A couple of times heard Americans ask, have you got churches in Australia? I'm like, oh, God, like, where do I even begin? <laughs> do you have running water? Bathrooms? Yeah. How about yeah, yeah. We live in the bush, <laughs> tin sheds and stuff. Yeah. Literally in a bush. Um, but anyway, <laughs> uh, real quick before we move on, I need to a little, uh, do a little bit of a housekeeping. Is what I was trying to say. And uh, what I, I want to do is point out our sponsors right above Jules' left shoulder there on the right of your screen. If you're watching the video, that red stamp that is the big insider secrets. That is my good friend, Jason Nast, who runs that. And what they have given us, what they provided us to give to you, is that one of you who stay on with us to the end has the opportunity to win a five-night vacation stay at a five-star luxury resort. Again, all compliments of Jason and his incredible uh, business. And Jules Dan has something for you toward the end of the show as well. He probably doesn't even remember what that was. I'll remind him. And then... <laughs> we have a couple more and we'll get with it. All right. If you're struggling with putting together a live show and it's overwhelming and you want a lot of the processes done for you while still enabling you to put on a high quality show and connect with great people like Jules Dan and grow your business all at the same time, then head on over to carpetbombmarketing.com. Carpet Bomb Marketing, saturate the marketplace with your message. And one of the key components that is contained in the Carpet Bomb Marketing system is one that you'll learn how to absolutely master 
And that is the very service we use to stream our live shows right here on the Mind Body Business Show. And right now, we're doing it right now. So over the course of over nine years of doing this uh, live TV uh, via the internet, I've tried many of these quote unquote TV studio solutions, you know, the software for live streaming. And I'll tell you, um, I'm, a, I'm a tech geek and I'll tell you StreamYard is the best of the best. It combines supreme ease of use uh, and along with unmatched functionality, they're just continually rolling out new things. And so you can actually start streaming high quality, professional looking, very, very important, professional looking live shows for free with StreamYard right now. Write this down, don't go there. Write this down, the URL is ryp.im forward slash stream live. One more time, it's ryp.im forward slash stream live. That is the web address. So go ahead and check that out after the show is over because right now it is time to bring on and bring back the amazing Jules Dan and give him the introduction that he deserves are you ready jules are you ready yeah it's time to talk about me brian enough about you exactly <laughs> that is gonna this is gonna blow your mind are you ready for this all right it's jules dan is a group fitness instructor turned email copywriter and has a passion for stories his podcast storytelling secrets that's the name of his podcast is for coaches consultants and course creators who want to unlock their core stories and use their stories to sell more online it's the place to master persuasion and influence so you can build a deep relationship with your audience. Very key. And it's the place where real world marketing strategies, tips and lessons are shared freely. I love the real world. I don't want any phony uh, stuff going. There's a lot of that and I'm being serious. There's a lot of that phony stuff. Storytelling Secrets, the podcast has been featured in the top 100 for entrepreneurship in the US and in the top 50 for Australia and the UK beautiful and i had the distinct pleasure of appearing on jules's is that that's that jules's yeah yeah you can say that some uh what few weeks ago and it was it was an absolute it was like absolute kick jules i really enjoyed it so we're welcome to the show man thanks man we're talking about like nlp ninja hacks and i love that sort of stuff i hadn't had anyone talk about nlp before so yeah it was really interesting man and it has been a bit of a journey from 2020 when I was made redundant as a group fitness instructor because of COVID. And then, yeah, it's, it's been a bit of a wild ride to, to get to where I am, but love it. It's, it's so fun. It, you know, it's so awesome. I was a, uh, I was in the fitness industry and I was a certified personal trainer and all that good yeah. stuff. I did everything online long before COVID hit and I could not get it to go. Then COVID hit and then everyone went online. I was like, yeah, wow, yeah, yeah. that's okay because I love what I get to do. I'm happier doing what I do now. I love fitness still, don't get me wrong. And I'm sure you do too, Jules. Uh, and now I get to do the fun things like this, automation to build shows and help people do the same. So it not it neat how things can redirect us, but for the better when we look back? Oh yeah, totally. So I'm so, you know, I was at kind of at my, I, I was fully deep into the fitness world, Brian. I had a degree in exercise and sports science. I thought I was going to be a strength and conditioning coach. However, when I was in my internship, I remember I asked, like, there were elite level coaches. We were doing the same sort of thing. It was very formulaic. And I asked them, is this, is this what you do? 
every day. Like, yeah, pretty much. And they had three different roles at like a physio clinic, at the school, and at an elite sports club. And I'm like, I, I do not want this at all. Uh, and I kind of enjoyed writing. Started working on Upwork for five bucks an hour just to get some experience while doing the uh, group fitness classes, PT, that sort of stuff. And then and then COVID hit and I was just forced to sort of just dive into it. I had nothing else really I could do. Um, and, and that's why I loved it. So just reading all these direct response books, slowly getting better, getting slightly better result. Used all my money actually to invest in a, in a mentor to work one-on-one with him. And then that's when results just started to go like that. And um rest is history and like you just said it's amazing what circumstances do to make us pivot but it all comes down to like you said at the start it's the first it's the first word of your podcast or your live show the mind it's like it all comes to how you like interpret things and you said something right there that caught my ear you invested in a mentor did i hear that right still with him yep so you know what that is it's a bomb dropping moment right there I love that. And, and notice what Jules said. After he got the mentor, that's when things started really opening up for him and getting better. And, and it's, that's so true. I've heard this so many times, Jules. And then, then you go and work with colleagues or friends that just refuse to bring on anyone because I got this. I can do this all on my own. Or they think, well, that costs money. Well, they don't think about, well, what is it costing you not to hire or invest in a mentor? Uh, to try to do it yourself and take 10 years to figure it out when with a mentor, you can do it in three as an example. It's, it's weird. It's I don't weird. understand. Like People, unless they're guided with someone, there's something about just that accountability that, I don't know, you just can't really quite get from a book or a course just doing it yourself. And not only that, it's the feedback too. I think the reason why I got so good so quickly was because I was writing five to seven emails a week I was on a weekly call with Pete and he would just literally rip them up. This is, this is, this is shit. Like start again, start again, start again. And we'd be going through that pattern for weeks. But then I remember one week it just clicked. Um, and it wouldn't have happened if I didn't have that feedback and that guidance. And, and like you mentioned at the start, Brian, it's not about reading a lot of books that reading the right books. He gave me this whole list of direct response books. He's like, I want you to start here, read this. Then I want you to read this. Then I want you to read this. And then I want you to tell me about what you read and how we're going to apply it to your writing like okay so it it was very fun um very intense but i love this game i can't wait to can't wait to share some some uh some cool things with your audience as well me too yeah it sounds like a phenomenal phenomenal person to have in your corner as a coach as a mentor uh my goodness my goodness he's another Aussie too as well his name is pete godfrey if anyone's wondering Pete Godfrey. Is that with a D at the end? Uh, Godfrey. Okay. Just Is it the way it's, it sounds? F-R-E-E? G-O-D-F-R-E-Y. E-Y. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So accent got in the way now. Did someone ask a question in the feed? I saw a little bubble pop up. Yeah, I'm not sure what it was. It's a, she said, uh, Paige Spears, she said, I may not know exactly who I need. And maybe that was in response to a mentor. I don't know exactly when that came in. But Paige, if you would uh, elaborate on that, that would be phenomenal. Oh, appreciate that. We got, we got a little, we got some audience interaction here. I didn't know that. That's pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. That's, that's the beauty of this, the live show arena. 
Yeah, and uh, love it when people do interact because it makes it that much more fun. Feel free to ask questions, uh, add comments, add supportive comments, or yeah, just keep it positive and we'll have fun. So um, you have put in the work. You've you've invested in yourself with money. You put skin in the game. Uh, these are all what I call attributes of a successful person, because people that a lot of people that don't succeed wonder why. And all they need to do is listen to someone like you. It's so brutally simple. It's not easy, but it's very simple because, you know, Jules put in the work. I'm sure the investment strained him financially. If it didn't, then it wouldn't have been as effective as, as it was. Because if you don't have enough skin in the game, you're not going to take it serious. Uh, it doesn't, if it doesn't hurt you financially and it doesn't feel a little bit of a strain, then you're going to put less effort into it. No pain, no gain, right? Exactly. Um, and so Jules has already dropped a nugget of wisdom. For those of you who have not gone down the path of finding a mentor or a coach, um, and it sounds like he's sharing his with you um, <laughs> from – uh, Australia, that would be phenomenal, but find a mentor, find a coach in your space. It might be someone who speaks often, does seminars, workshops, boot camps, and be ready to invest money. And the reason is, is you want to find somebody that's got results like Jules's uh, mentor. When you find somebody that has the results, they've had the success. Here's the one thing, the missing element I've always found Jules, because how many times have you gone down this path, this path, this path, this path, and then you stop short on every one of them because another shiny object comes up. That's, that's well, my story. Reason, that's my story. Yeah. And I found the reason that we stop is we have lack of certainty that that direction will get us to the finish line. Mm -hmm. But when you pull in a mentor or a coach that has succeeded, the certainty is already embedded. And all you need to do is blindly follow what they tell you to do. As long as, you know, it's in alignment with your values and it's integrity based on all that. Um, that that's that's cool. missing peace is the certainty and that's why so many people struggle when they don't have a mentor they have they don't have certainty that what they're doing is going to get them to that that success what, what are your thoughts on that well yeah uh what you, what you i haven't heard that uh phrase that way because that is my story i i did facebook ad bots and stuff i did amazon fba i try and did kindle publishing i did try and did affiliate marketing um but I got halfway and then stopped for whatever reason. I don't know why. I got a little bit into it and I didn't really finish it. Um, but like you just said, is that certainty because you can, you're with that person. You're in constant contact. Maybe it's even a personal relationship and you've, you understand their story. So when I heard Pete's story where he came from, he was like a working class dude who was working 12 hours at a manual labor job. And he was writing, he created his own mail order business at seven o'clock at night after a 12 hour day. And he slowly got his way out of it. And just hearing his story from over 20 years and how he was able to focus on one thing and that was getting better at copy and then obviously getting clients. But just, just when you, like you said, it gives you that certainty, but when you can invest into your mentor's story, as well to push you along. I think that's really powerful. Yeah. And oh my gosh, there's so much behind that. Uh, Pete uh, and what he did, he, he hustled. I mean, listen to that. He worked 12 hours a day. And then when he got home, he then started cultivating his exit ticket from that, that exactly. life. 
And that takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of dedication. It takes a lot of loss of sleep. It takes sacrificing having a lot of fun and doing things you would normally want to do, like sit on the couch, watch football, or whatever your favorite sport is. And so that that's inspiring to know. So so here you go. There's we talk about recipes for success. Yeah, you gotta you gotta roll up your sleeves. Nothing is simple. I mean, nothing is automatic. Nothing is just going to be handed to you and then oh, it works. Network marketing companies often say stuff like, well, all you need to do is duplicate yourself. You can't duplicate yourself. It's a relationship building business, but they don't, many of them unfortunately don't tout it that way. And they, they, they think you're just going to go in, recruit three people and sit back and get rich. It doesn't work that way. It takes a lot of work, a lot of effort. Jules did it. You, you hired a mentor. I mean, how long did the process take even after you hired a mentor? to finally get up to the point where you could bring on clients and start making an income? Uh, I was I was doing it before I met Pete and it wasn't a lot of money to be honest. It's probably like 500 bucks a week or something like that. Maybe a bit less. And when I started working with Pete, I just, you know, I had a retainer, I had one retainer client, a few more gigs coming in, but the results weren't coming in for at least five months. And because it was always, I was writing content or they didn't implement. I'm like, God, just someone use the copy and get a result. And it wasn't until in September of 2020 uh, or October, I can't remember, but it was the first six-figure launch for a, for a client. So I went from having no results to bringing in 150K for someone with only a 2,000-person list. And I almost lost my shit because I was like, yes, like, I've been waiting so long for this. And it finally happened in... And then after that, it was just like write a campaign for a for a client. Result, result, result. So it took a bit of work, wow. a bit of patience, uh, but I stuck with it and kept going. Yeah. I mean, five months is a very short period of time for most people. Uh, anyone, a lot of people would pay up. I well, if if Pete's that good, <laughs> then uh, whoo, that's that's pretty darn uh, impressive. Five months, and and here's the thing that you said about after you got that first client, that is so true. The struggle is real. It is mighty until you get that first bona fide client. And once that happens, something triggers in your brain. And it's it's on the realm of, you're already confident in what you do. You know you're doing it good. Mm. But until it actually happens, that just takes, it's like shifting a car into the next gear and going faster and yep. more effortlessly. And it just, it just, something clicks and suddenly it just opens the floodgates and you start bringing in client after client. So it's just getting past that first one. And that's what I see people too often stop just short, you know, three feet from gold, you know, where they're digging, they don't know there's gold three feet on the other side and they've been digging for five years and they're almost there and then they stop. Um, and that's yeah, I mean, five months is not that, that long, brother. That's yeah. awesome. Congrats. Absolutely. And, and if anyone's listening as well, um, for me, I've I was just having this crippling imposter syndrome. I was trying to create content. I was trying to bring in clients. I didn't have any results to back me up. And I, I kept thinking, who am I to do this? Who am I to do this? Um, so I just talk about intangible results or just other little things I'm working on sharpening the saw. But it wasn't until I got that big result that I thought, okay, my imposter syndrome is gone. I can do this. So whoever's listening, just push through for that first result because that's when uh, like you just said, Brian, the gate opens, you, you know, you can do it and you can speak with confidence that you can do it. And that's what's magnetic to people who want to buy into what you've got. 
And I love that you coined, you, you said the term imposter syndrome, because I think everybody has a little bit of that in them before mm. they reach that pinnacle of the first client. And one thing, uh, one technique or strategy I found that helped me along those lines was, and this is just a helpful tip for everyone out there that might be going through that stage, is to go ahead and start your program, but do it as a beta test program and consider doing it for free and reach out to people you know and say, I'm doing this to determine if my program is worthy of going, you know, launch global, getting paid for it. Would you mind being part of my group and giving me honest feedback throughout your process and journey with me? And I found that to be extremely useful. I didn't have to worry about feeling like an imposter during any of that. I just went back and forth and said, is this working? Is that working? Tell me what doesn't work. Okay, thank you. I can refine it and then launch. Mm -hmm. Let's go. So that's one way to get it. Oh, here we have a clarification from Paige. She said, everyone mentors from a different space. I may not have found the right one to help me oh, from just starting. Yes, that, that could be true, definitely. And that is so true. Um, and not just everyone mentors from a different space. We are all at a different time and a different location in our journey. It's interesting, isn't it? Uh, have you ever read the same book more than once, Jules? I know you're kind of young, but. Uh, yeah, I'm rereading <laughs> Richard Branson's book. That's a good one. Reread how to influence people. Uh, what else? Look at my bookshelf. And so those books that you read, you read them the second time, it's exactly the same information that you you pull from them, right? It's just like not necessarily. You have a new perspective the second time you read yes. it. And that that you yeah. you answered that was my point. I was being yeah. facetious. Yeah. All oh, right, right. The, the book is totally. I I used to listen to a CD by my mentor, and it became yeah. a book later. And I listened to it. I I don't. I lost count how many times. It was my Bible for teaching his students from stage. I had listened mm -hmm. to it to and from the event, and that was my way of rehearsing in the car. And every single time, every time without fail, something else came. I was like, I don't remember hearing that the last time I heard yeah, it. Or the last it's weird. It's weird, right? And so that to Paige's point, it's you're in a different space. You are too. And so your space is moving. Their space might not be in alignment with where you are currently. So yeah, you might need to find a different mentor. And I'm sorry for whoever that is, but <laughs> go ahead, Joe. Yeah. Sorry for cutting you off being like, not necessarily. Like, um, yeah, I know what you're doing there. I've actually listened to Pete's podcast from episode one to 178. I kid you not, Brian, like eight times. And every single time I, oh, that's cool. I'll write this down. Oh, I'll use this little idea. It's, it's just... um. As you can tell, I'm very invested with Pete. <laughs> and that's good. I, you know, I, I was the same way with my mentor. He just is no longer in the seminar industry uh, for um, mm -hmm. health reasons and no, nothing other. Uh, and he helped me immensely. Um, he's the one I was telling you about right before the show, Jules, that bought that Vocal Ease company. There's a shameless yep. plug for him. And so, yeah, I had the same relationship. And, you know, he was like, he, he was much, he still is, much younger than I am. Uh, literally could be, he's the, the difference in age. He could literally be my son by age that none of that matters to me. And I'm saying this on purpose because, you know, Jules may become your next mentor. He may become my next mentor. I'm 57. I don't care about age. I care about results and integrity and character and everything that goes with it. And so, um, don't let anything stop you. Male, female, black, white, none of that matters. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> the results are what matter and character and integrity that have to be part of it. Um, that's that's all you need. And then uh, as long as they're a fit and they're in the same stage or at least able to help you in the stage you're in, Paige, that would be a recommendation is to find someone that knows how to get you going um, if you're just starting out. 
Yeah, you're just starting. Good. All right. Fantastic. This is uh, already a lot of fun, Jules. I remember this from our, our chat. And we talked about NLP. It was just, I didn't know what we were going to talk about. It just went that way organically. And that's the yeah. way it's going tonight. It's phenomenal. Um, before I go too far down the path, you became an email um, expert. And you obviously put in the time. And now you're seeing the success. What what would you say is your ideal target market? Who's your avatar? Is there an age range? Is there an, yep. a company size? That kind of thing. Okay, so let's break it down. Coaches, consultants, course creators, that's the who, but a little bit more specific. Ideally, we've got like a list of around 1,500 people. And with that list, you know, we were running paid traffic or traffic to an opt-in page or like a webinar, a lead magnet, or there's an ad and trying to get people through a VSL, but you need to follow up to book him for a call. Um, those are, that's, that's a... That's the main thing, especially if you're selling on the phone, man, we can do some cool things with email. It's a uh, best way to nurture the relationship when people aren't quite ready and use stories to really persuade them to feel like, okay, um, if this feels safe to, to be on a call with someone, because that's the main thing, Brian, like people don't feel safe getting on calls with strangers. And that's why I like using email as a nurture. Hmm. That sounds very intriguing. So you take what people already have as far as a list and then you give them their tools to be able to message them in a way that will give them the results. Is that a good way of stating it? Uh, not, maybe not. That's okay. Maybe not. Maybe not. Um, the way I would see it is, especially if they're coming through like an ad, they, they've put their hand up to say, I'm interested in getting this solution done, but I'm not sure if one I believe that your thing can actually do it too. I'm not sure if I have the belief in, su in succeeding with your thing because I've failed in multiple different attempts. I don't look like embarrassment and failure to my spouse. All this internal crap comes up. And then they're also thinking, you know, do I have the time, money or resources to make this all happen? And so people are interested to put the hand up first, say, yes, I want the email just out of an impulse. I want your training just out of an impulse, whatever. But um, then it's then it's my job, but then it's the job of the person who's writing these emails to to really persuade them in a way that's not cheesy, that's not pushy. It's with empathy, right? So when when you understand what's going on in their day really well, when you know all the trials and tribulations they've been through, and you're able to tell it with a story of someone else who's been in that exact same situation, that's I think that's how you persuade. Uh, but, but I'm interested to hear about you, Brian, because I know you've got you've had a lot more experience in this than I have. No, I love that. It's it's about being there's there's several words. Uh, there's transparency. There's authenticity. Uh, but and, and this is what we learn or what I learned speaking from stage is, you know, you go up on stage and this could be a webinar. It could be anything, but it's like a constructed presentation. So you have like a, a PowerPoint slide deck or whatever. Mm -hmm. And as a speaker, the the natural tendency is to think about hitting all the data points and making sure you hit all the bullets and you set it just right. And what I've learned over a long period of time is people don't care about that nearly as much as they care about hearing a human driven story. Yeah. And they want to, that it causes connection because if you're up there saying, I just made $2 million and it took me five hours to get yeah. there. Everyone in the, whoever is hearing that message is going to go, Oh, well, then I can't do that. So I don't relate to you. Yeah, and some uh, people will be seething with anger that they they are not successful and you are. Yeah. They don't want that. Yeah. I'm in the back going, I'm working my freaking butt off and you're up there in flip-flops on the stage like you're on right. the beach. 
and you're right. making millions. How the heck is this happening? You know, yeah, you're right. And a lot of emotions go through it, but this is true, Jules, and, and you probably will concur that storytelling is supremely powerful in all forms of communication. So email, this written form, uh, video form, uh, on stage live form, um, if it's audio only form, story books, oh my gosh, there's one. If you're gonna write a book, I'll guarantee you someone else has written a book on the very same topic you're about to write on. What would make yours different? Your stories. That's what makes you stand out. So that, that's my opinion on that. Yeah, 100%, man. Hey, I'm supposed to be interviewing you. What's going on here? That was a good Well, no, question. I like to engage the other person, so it, it feels <laughs> good. It. No, that's good. And I can tell that's what you do with Pete. And so you're seeing, ladies and gentlemen, this is this would be um, how you would do it on the client side, like Jules who's saying, well, what's your take? And I want to learn from you. And, and And here's the other thing. I can tell Jules has let go of his ego. Uh, he wouldn't ask me any questions if he had an ego. He would he would say, I know everything about this. I'm not going to ask anyone else about it. This is all I know. Come on, I don't need you. He asked somebody else just a moment ago uh, for their opinion. And that tells me he's already at a very young age learned to get rid of his ego and get it out of the way because that's one of the pathways to success is to get that thing out of your way because once you do that, it oh my gosh, then you'll be more open to hiring that mentor or coach. Then you'll be more open to asking and being curious. Richard Branson, one of the most curious guys on the planet. He came up to my, my mentor during a break at a, at a event in a hotel room and yeah, just started yeah. peppering him with questions. And my mentor is telling this story from stage. And he's like, hey, man, you're Richard Branson. I want to ask you some questions. What's going on here? Uh, yeah, the the yeah. point is Richard Branson, he's, he's very, very wealthy for a reason. He has no ego and he's very curious. What do you think about that, Jules? Have you learned uh, about ego directly? Well, I'm actually reading his book again, and it's really interesting because he is just multi-interest, has multiple interests all the time and always trying to be learning something new. Like, how does someone go from school to writing a magazine to running a mail-order record business to a record shop to a record label to an airline to a retail business? You, you don't do that without being... in. in insatiably curious um and i was actually talking on my podcast this morning with um his name was adil i can't remember his Amar, adil amasi he's a great copyright really into storytelling he said the way you'd be just irresistibly interesting to everyone else is that if you have a lot of interest that you can connect with people because then otherwise if you're just living in this silo and you're, and you're not curious about life then you're not gonna have much to talk about um, yeah. And that's a, well, that's the thing, right? It's, you just got to be likable. You got to share common interests. Otherwise, I don't know. I, I, I feel like what you said is definitely true. Um, we need to be, we definitely need to be curious. Um, and then just always following up with how, like, I'm kind of babbling here. What I'm trying to say is like, just showing the interest in the other person as well, yeah. as, as well as being insatiably curious. And not just spewing how how curious you are, I think that's yeah. That's you're you're genuine things. about it. You're being genuinely curious. You're not. It's not fake or phony. Um, and one guy that's mastered that. I got. I had the luxury of having him on my shows. Les Brown. He's a world renowned uh, international speaker. Seventy five years old, still crushing it. And I got the unique pleasure of talking to him, not just on the show, but on the phone one-on-one -on -one several times. And mm. he always employed everything you're talking about. He was deeply interested in what I did. I'm like, you're Les Brown. I want to hear about you. You know, I'm thinking right. in my head. And he's the most gracious, wonderful, 
person and he makes you feel good about yourself. He just says, you are amazing. And, you know, he just says all these great things. He's never met you before. He's just a, a wonderful human being. And, and of course, that makes him extremely likable, like you're saying. But it's with authenticity. That's the key. It's not it's not yeah. plastic. Yeah. You know, if you normally aren't a person that's praising other people, then don't just go out and start doing it. You know, ease into it, practice it, learn it until it becomes comfortable and it becomes you. Uh, don't do it fake or phony. I, I like this, I like this <laughs> little thing my mentor taught me. And it was a picture of the other person is a movie and you are buying into their movie and you're really interested in their movie um, rather than trying to speak first. Because um, I remember one of the questions you wrote in, in your questionnaire was like, what were the top three skills? And surprisingly, I reckon one of them, one of the best ones was active listening or just being very curious in the other person. Because I feel, I don't know about you, Brian, but um, how many times are you talking to someone and they're just waiting to pounce to talk? And I'll be honest, I've been, uh, you know, guilty of doing that many times myself. Sure, we all have, right? But um, the key is uh, awareness. That's the first step. And yep. um, and I know for you. So what would what would your top? And what would I'm interested here because your show is a lot about success, mind, body, business. What would your is this top three skills? But if you could just narrow it down to one, what would your top skill be? Never, ever, 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 ever give up. Consistency, persistency, perseverance, drive, mm. determination. It's all all encapsulated into one. Is if you don't have the drive, don't even go down that path. Um, you need to develop it, or you just weren't you weren't innately given it. Uh, because uh, you know, as you can hear from Jules, he went through a struggle. He went he had to completely shift his whole business model because of a pandemic. He had to stop doing what he was doing. It turned out to be a blessing, thankfully. Uh, but he he just buckled up his 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 shoes and pulled up his pants and went to work. And he got a mentor, and my that showed. Hard set. I how to pull up my chair. I learned how to touch type. You know, I was actually typing with two fingers before oh. I started. So I had to, I, oh. I was like, I have to learn how to do this. This is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, man. I Okay. That would be a skill set. Learn how to type. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Definitely. I did that in goodness sakes. Seventh or eighth grade um, was the first time I, and these were mechanical where your fingers would literally get stuck in between them at uh, times. But yeah, uh, yeah, just don't give up no matter what people say. And unfortunately, sometimes those people are your very closest family. People who love that you. Are, they want to that care for you. you. And they want the most for you, yet it feels like they don't when that kind of stuff happens. This but is the deep topic, that- Kelly. Uh, it's, uh, Kelly, Brian. <laughs> what was that? Oh, so this is a deep topic because mm-hmm. now we can go really deep in this because have you heard this hypothesis before that the reason why family doesn't want you to succeed is because if you succeed, it makes them feel inadequate or they aren't living up to success. It's universal inside family, outside family. Um, and it may be more because you're closer and yeah, it, it makes sense. It totally makes sense, but it, it's just like, look, I'm going to take you with me. You're mm. my family. <laughs> you're going to come along the ride with me. I'm not leaving anybody. At least I wouldn't. Uh, there might be others that say, I can't wait to get out of this family. I need to get out of here. And that's, you know, that's different, but it, it's universal. That's why a lot of people see a very, you know, elaborate, very expensive sports car going down the road next to them. And they're like swearing at them. You son of a bitch. You probably, you probably just got that, that you had a wrench uncle or something, you know, it's like, well, if you're that way, if you think about people that way that make money, 
then it is impossible for you to ever reach that pinnacle of financial wealth in your life because you cannot ever achieve something that you despise. It won't happen. Yeah. Why not it's turn like that around and bless them and say, you know, I'm, I, they obviously most let, listen, most everyone you see that has wealth that you know of worked very hard. Yes. There are some that didn't, that got, you know, some kind of uh, windfall from mom or dad or grandpa. That's okay. They, they will usually self-sabotage and throw it all away. Those that didn't work for it typically if they're not brought up in the right way, but yeah. most yeah. people work hard for it. Just say, Hey, bless them. They got really uh, wealthy doing something, hopefully serving others. And I hope they get even more money so they can help more people. That's what entrepreneurs do. Jules, I've not interviewed a single person on this show. That is what drives every one of us is we love to serve people. And I want you Jules to become enormously wealthy. I Thanks. sincerely, Thanks. I want you to, because I know you will just go out and help more people and just expand your business. I just know you will. And yeah, go buy some toys, have some fun, enjoy what you've done at the same time. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. No guilt whatsoever. You know, take a victory lap or two or 10 and just keep crushing it and keep helping people build a business, sell it, let it keep helping people, go get another one, build another one. That's the way uh, we roll. You got me all excited there, buddy. That was good. That was good. Um, yeah. So you have a podcast and it was a, a lot of fun. How's that been? Uh, how are you using that? Is it is it becoming a marketing tool in its own right for you? Or uh, what are you using it for in your business at the moment? Yeah, gotta be honest, I started with zero audience, zero influence. Actually wasn't a copywriter when I first started it. I started when I was actually doing it at the gym and I was just interested in storytelling and direct response. So. It's been a good tool to document the journey along the way. I said in the, in my bio, my I wear I share hard won lessons from real world. So usually every week I just report back with a little win, an idea, something that was good that happened, um, and it's been a really good way to document the journey. So that's that. Back to like you said, is a good marketing tool. It's a better networking tool for me right now. See, I'm not at say like. What's Joe? I read Joe Rogan has something like 50 million downloads a month, and that was in 2018. So we don't even know how ridiculous it is right now. I'm not even close to that. Not even, no, not even at like zero, 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 like one like percent of that. But like I said, it isn't to build the list, it isn't to get, uh, you know, the audience to come clients. It's the best networking tool ever, and it's allowed me to meet amazing people because of it such as yourself bro um build a relationship with them and had some clients come out of it that way but main thing is the network i'm sure you could agree brian like you've met some amazing people along the way because of your show i might agree just ever so slightly with that one yes <laughs> you just hit the nail on the head uh, i interviewed a gentleman by the name of seth green and he co-host a podcast with Kevin Harrington. Kevin Harrington was one of the first sharks on the on the Shark Tank, the show, mm -hmm. and as seen on TV, mogul, uh, infomercial, uh, juggernaut guy. And I've, I've met him and shared a stage with him a couple He's an awesome dude, awesome guy. Uh, but Seth Green, uh, when I interviewed him on this show, he said nearly the same thing you just said, because they have over 630, yeah, 630 plus episodes, a lot podcast. So do you think they know what they're doing? If they're still around and they're doing that many 
And so I asked him a similar question, Jules, and I was so ecstatic over his answer. And he said, we don't care about subscribers. We don't care about downloads. We don't care about ratings. We don't care about rankings. It's all about leveraging the guests that we have on our show and their network and getting those relationships and mm -hmm. building the relationships. He, says, he said, it is not about the audience. It's not about the number of listens. It's not about the number of downloads. It has nothing to do with that. It's not about finding sponsorship. It's about making the relationship with the people you are interviewing and then leveraging their their tribe along the way and doing it as a win-win. And that was that was a mic drop moment because so many Jules and I, I was one of them I was like, how do I monetize a podcast? How do I monetize a live show? You don't, not directly. Most of us don't, unless you're a Joe Rogan, right? Unless you have a big name and you've been out there. $100 million with Spotify. Yeah. That ain't going right. to happen. Don't make that your goal. It could happen. And if it is your goal, make it your goal to the audience. But um, but don't go in and think you're just going to do a podcast for a year or two and you're going to become wealthy. It doesn't happen that that way normally. Just just saying that. And, and yeah, you would want to make it your entire focus if that's what your goal is. Everything should be on that and nothing more and nothing else. But yeah, so that that was very telling. And he was spot on because I had been doing this for over two years at the point that I had that interview with him. And that's exactly what was happening for me. I had people that I had on my, I always say this, my, my show, this show is not my business. Just like your podcast is not your business. You're just talking and you're, you're building your own platform. People are getting to know you. And as a result of that, they become more comfortable in doing business with you when you have a pain uh, that you solve of theirs. That's it. It's that simple. It it's simple, but it takes time, takes effort. I've been doing this almost three years, just this show alone. <laughs> it takes yeah. time, it's perseverance, consistency, persistence, everything I said. So yeah, uh, you hit the nail on the head, Jules. And, and thank you for being honest about that because you know some people would just be flat out embarrassed and wouldn't want to admit that. No, I don't get a man. ton of, I, mean, I got my 10,000th download of the audio podcast recently. And I thought, to me, that was a huge deal. But at the same time, I'm thinking it's still not what is important. It's after the fact, people go to look for you. If they're, you know, you have a business, you do email copywriting. Mm -hmm. So what is a, what is somebody that's, that's never heard of you before that now is interested? What are they going to do? What do you think? Yeah, they're going to right? Google you. They're going to look everywhere. Where are they going to find you? Podcast here, guest on a podcast there. He's on a yeah. show, the mind body. This guy is everywhere. That means He's not just a tire kicker. He's real. He's real. He's bona fide. He works hard. And if he works hard that way, he's going to work hard when I'm his client. See how that works? Pretty awesome. Yeah, Brian, there's, there's just so many benefits as well. So like you said, don't focus on the numbers, but you can leverage the guests. So I, Brian came to my show. I came on to his show. You guys see that relationship? So it's a really good platform for you to guest speak on other people's platforms because you can exchange platforms so really good opportunity to get better at public speaking i think that's an awesome skill to have um what else is there i mean Other that's how we met yeah how did exactly. we meet i had a i had a guest oh, named God. lois kofi on my show she hooked me up with you or vice versa because we each knew each other it was through relationships built from this very network i mean i'm intrigued by your copywriting skills there may be an opportunity for us to joint venture down the path when we get off the show, I'm not going to sell or pitch you on anything. I never do. Things happen naturally. Uh, that's how it works, and it works wonderfully well. So um, anyway, yeah. you had yeah. a thought, and I think I cut you off. 
Oh, no, I was just thinking, what, what are some other really good benefits of starting a, a podcast? Like you said, it's the added authority as well. Just just, just saying you're a podcaster has that ring where everyone's like, oh, okay, this person knows their shit. And that, that goes true. So there's a, I'll never forget a gentleman. His name's Rick Frischman. He does, he, I, I don't know if he's still doing it, but he used to do Author 101 University uh, twice a year, once in Nevada, once in California. Um, and he he's an expert on publishing books and everything about books for business. And one of the things he said, I will never forget. He said, the most important thing you can do in your business is what he called building your platform. That was books, yes, and everything else you can do, like podcasting, like live shows now. Back when I learned all this from him, I don't think live shows existed. Uh, and anything you can to get exposure is your platform. So books is another huge, oh, that's a huge, I can't tell you how many jewels that I've interviewed that said the moment they authored and published their first book, their business just took off. It's still true today. So a book is another um, arrow in your quiver to, uh, I've got my 90% done. I gotta just pinch it off and get it done, uh, be done with it and get it out there. And I can't wait. And I've got a second one that's already in the works uh, before the first one's even done. So it's crazy. But a book is another great way. So yeah, building authority is a definite plus. Speaking on stage, Jules, you're like, um, you're very, you've got a great personality. Uh, I'm a guy, so don't take this wrong way, but you're a good looking dude. And I think you would be phenomenal on stage. You have a, um, a good presence and speaking and i'm talking physical stage in addition to the virtual i know you guys are locked down but when that yeah. opens up get on stage the moment oh, you're invited or 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 stick your foot up there and say i'm i'm next your mentor might give you some connections to do that as well yeah hopefully i cut my teeth actually with uh toastmasters and that was a lot of fun my only gripe with toastmasters was you go there for like a two-hour meeting and I probably had like five minutes of practice out of yeah. two hours. But if you're just getting started and you want to get into public speaking, I highly recommend you do it. It was just invaluable. Uh, transferred a lot of the skills from Toastmasters to being a podcast host and now being a podcast guest, asking you questions, being engaging, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, you learn intangible things like that, not just how to speak properly and, and say it right. And I, I went to Toastmasters several times after I learned advanced speaking skills from my mentor and his team. And it was interesting because then, because they were advanced, we were using NLP for good. It was none of this hocus pocus. And we didn't say things like buy now, because that's UI, right? And all those things. Uh, it was all used on the up and up, but it was how to properly present and tell stories. The whole thing was for the giving the audience the result. It wasn't about us. It was about what can we do to make their day worth sitting here and watching and listening to us? How can we get them the best results possible? Then you learn different tools and techniques on how to pre-frame the event, how to ask questions and, and interact, how to stay in control of the conversation mm -hmm. if you're the speaker, so you're not heckler, all that. All that put together then you go to toastmaster it was like to me it was like this is kind of like child's play it's kind of fun but and and i know what you mean so if you go multiple times ultimately you get to be one of those that gets to be the featured speaker and speak for longer than a few minutes but yeah, yeah. It, it's it is a great thing i went to several different chapters and gave it a go and thought uh, i'm i'm okay uh, it's different 
it's not, I'm, I'm interested in the seminar industry speaking from stage that way. Theirs was more of a corporate kind of approach to speaking, which was different. That's, and it didn't fit me as well. Pardon? I said, that's interesting because the chapter I went to was like everyday people in their careers who wanted to get a little bit better at speaking. And surprisingly, yeah. there's a lot of international people, like people on visas who went there because they need, they wanted more confidence to speak up in the workplace. Um, and there wasn't anyone, there's only one other person there for business. But uh, like you said, it's skills are transferable. It's, um, oh yeah, high reckon, highly recommend. Yeah, definitely. I mean, geez, it's, uh, it's a really great way to learn and to get comfortable speaking in front of a group. And that's a great way to do it because you're, you're amongst friends who are there to help you. You, know, you may have never met them before, but they're all there for the same reason. So they're, they're not ever going to heckle you. They're, gonna be, they're not going to give you a hard time. They're going to be assisting you and providing you feedback so you can get better. Yeah. And that's and one another of the cool. Go ahead. I was going to say, one of the cool things they do is they make you do improv, like table topics. Yes. Uh, there's this new study that the more, uh, be the better you get at improv, the more creative you are and the more persuasive you are just unconsciously by betting by getting better at uh, improvising. So it's different situations. Have you have you seen that? Uh, I don't know if it was a study or an article or something like oh, that. I haven't seen the study, but I, I did do the tabletops. It was like two minutes, right? Right, yeah. Yeah. I, it, I, I don't want to boast or brag, but I did it twice in all the place, times I went, and I won both times, so it was pretty fun. And nice. I, I was like right under two minutes. That was other things we learned was time management without having a clock in front of us. All good stuff. But it's it was fun, definitely fun engaging and yet yeah, uh improv is fun where they just give you a topic and you just start talking for two minutes <laughs> that's pretty cool it's it's a, it's a it gets you sometimes you freeze but then other times you just babble and then other times pure gold comes out of your mouth and you're like where the shit did that come from oh my gosh and that happens when the nerves go away and the ego goes away and you're just being yourself and that's the thing with that's why scripted presentations aren't as effective. You you can have an outline, you know, for a talk, a seminar, a boot camp, but uh, to script it and read it every word, um, especially if you're up on stage and you're just recanting what you memorized, it's it's not as um, impactful. Let's just say that unless you've gotten really good and you're like a movie actor and you know how to read. So that sounds like you're talking and you're really acting it out. The emotions are natural. Uh, very few people have that skill set. I'll tell you where a script is really important. Inside of your emails. Yes. Yeah, you, you definitely need to you definitely need to think that through. It's not just like, oh my God, all right, let's just write this on a whim. Let's put no thought into it. Let's just get it done. Yeah. It needs a bit more strategy behind that. I don't I know we've gone for an hour now, so I don't know how much time we've got to to, to dive into that. But um my goodness. Yeah. Uh, thank you for well, reminding me. <laughs> this is that's a good sign that uh it's been a lot of fun and yeah it's normally an hour-long show i hope folks can hang around for a little bit more we'll give away the prize let's do that now uh so that the, you know honor there and respect their time uh you have one to give away as well and then before we end the show uh jules i like to ask that there's one final question um every time that i love to ask and it's a very powerful profound uh, not because of the question but because of the answers i get i ask the same one each and every show. I hope you didn't cheat and, and listen to one before this one and know what it is. But even if you did, good. You're going to love it. Uh, so before we do that, real quick, I'm, I'm so glad you said time. You're watching it better than I am. I was just having too much fun talking to you. So that's a 
very good saying. Um, very yeah, you're too boring, mate. I have to get rid of you. <laughs> <laughs> no kid. I think I'm just mesmerized by that white microphone, man. That thing is so white. It's so bleach. It's like, wow, that's pretty neat. <laughs> All right. Here is how you can win a five-night stay at a five-star luxury resort. For those of you watching live, yes, and guest speakers are eligible to win. I am not kidding. It's randomly selected. And uh, I just don't know if Australia is in. We'll, we'll find out. Um, I don't know. Not all countries is are. Australia are, oh. in on Earth? Uh, is yeah. It, <laughs> you do have running water. I think we did. Yeah, yeah. That. That's good. <laughs> all right. I got, if I got you, this from the pond. All right, sorry, continue. <laughs> the pond. <laughs> That's good. So if you're uh, watching. So now you do have our permission to just for a moment take your attention away from the screen because you need to bring up a browser of some kind or your phone browser application. So you can go to a website, which I'll put up on the screen uh, for those of you watching. And that is ryp.im forward slash vacation. So ryp stands for reach your peak, just to make it a little easier. That's the name of my company, ryp.im forward slash vacation. And just enter your information there and you'll be entered into a random drawing and we'll announce the winner later this evening. Uh, whoever does win will get contacted directly via text and, and or email. We'll um, decide on that. And then uh, we'll announce the winner and I hope you win. Whoever is out there watching, I look forward to handing you that wonderful prize. Again, this is all brought to us by the Big Insider Secrets. That is Jason Nast and his company, my best buddy in the world. He's a great guy. Speaking of great guys, we got this guy with a white microphone, Jules Dan, who might have something uh, for all of you. If you recall what that was. Yep, I've got uh, it here. I've got it here. It's oh, good. sweet. Yeah. So go ahead and take it away. I'll pull up the, the appropriate website so you can uh, explain how folks can get to that. Okay, no problem. All right. So if, if you're a coach, consultant, course creator, you know, you've got an email list and you're trying to put people opting in, maybe through like a webinar, a lead magnet, you're running Facebook ads, but the back end isn't converting. So you, you're not getting customers booked on the calls or, or making a sale or anything like that. I've got something really cool for you guys. Normally, I charge around 1500 bucks for this. This is a like a consulting audit, right? where I go through your backend emails, I look at the strategy, I look at the copy, different the, the, the headline, the subject lines, and <clears throat> tell you how to make more money basically with that consulting call. But I've got something special for Brian's listeners and that's basically for free. So if you'd like to redeem it, all you got to do is just send me an email to support at julesdan.com. Uh, let's just say your subject line will be Mind, body, business, Jules freebie, or something like that. If you if you can't remember that crazy subject line, then uh, no problem. <laughs> is it um, different than what I had on the screen there, Jules? Well, that is just my website, which leads to a book a call. But if you'd just like to shoot me an email and not go through all the steps as well, then you're more welcome to do that. So in order to shoot you an email, could they go to your website? Is there a contact form as well? No. <laughs> no. All right. And so there is a book of call. Oh, there is. That, that is my email. I just put in the chat there. I don't know if that helps. Good. Let me see where that is. And I'll post that to everyone. Thank you for that. That is watching. This will show up on all of the 
streams that we are going live on at the moment. And we'll go to comments and paste it. And awesome. So just, yeah, I just mentioned a mind body business show somewhere in the email, that's the subject line, whatever. And then uh, that should jog Jules's memories. A young guy, he'll still remember stuff like that. I might forget, you know, being an older guy. Yeah. But, uh, and, and this isn't a, this isn't a like fake $1,500 thing. Like last week I had someone, a very cool client, um, video ad production guy for Russell Brunson. Don't tell him that I gave this away for free for Brian's people. Um, but <laughs> it's a special thing I wanted to give to you guys. Fantastic. So just email him. You see the email in the stream. If you uh, are unable to get that, I'll say it verbally. And for how long is this going to be good for, uh, Jules, for those that might be hearing this as a recording? Oh, we're going live? Oh, okay. We're going to make it seven days. Can't be can't be loitering, guys. Can't, can't be sitting yeah. on your hands. All right. So in seven days, be sure to email or not in seven days before seven days is up. What that means is email him right now. Not kidding. Do it now. Take action. Action is rewarded. Support at JulesDan.com. That's J-U-L-E-S-D-A-N.com. I, um, I put the wrong button there. So I want the website banner. JulesDan.com. So you want support at what you see on the screen. JulesDan.com. So go ahead and shoot off that email so you can be one of those lucky recipients of this very secretive, secretive prize. You don't want to tell anybody about it because oh, I just, I just gave the, I just gave the whole spiel. That's, that's not a secret. Just don't want to tell the folks, uh, you know, the other oh, folks you work. Oh, right. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I see what you're yes. So. We do have this one final question. We have yep. gone over yep. a bit on time. I appreciate you both, uh, Jules, for you sticking on and all of you who are watching us live, plus those who are going to watch this or are watching as a recorded video and those who are listening on podcasts. Appreciate you all. And on that note, if you want to get an automated reminder, and that's all they are, is just automated reminder of the show about to go live, then just go to themindbodybusinessshow.com. And on there, you will see lots of buttons that tell you when and where to watch. And you just click on any one of those. It'll it'll instantly jump you to the bottom and enter your contact information there. And you'll get an email message every time we go live. And you can opt out anytime you want. Uh, and we don't use that list to try to sell you anything. Like I said, my show is not my business. It is here to inform and educate and help you get to the next step faster because of amazing people like this guy, Jules Dan, who come on the show and share their their genius and will and uh, brilliance. With that said, Jules, the great thing about this question, yeah, there is no such thing as a wrong answer. It does not exist. You cannot get the answer wrong. But there can be bad answers. <laughs> no, I mean it, the exact okay. opposite is the truth. The, the only okay. correct answer, the only correct answer is yours. All right, let's hear it then. Does that does that get you a little uh, curious? Just a little bit. Gets me half excited. Yeah. It and so it's it's just a smidgen personal, only because it's unique to you. That's all as deep as it goes as personal. But I find it very profound what the answers are. So with that, are you ready? Mm -hmm. That's a yes. All right, I heard it. I heard it. Okay. All right, here we go. Jules Dan, how do you? 
define success? Hmm. What I see it is that if you can wake up every single day and get excited to do what you do, the work that you do has a ripple effect on other people's lives. You get paid well to do it. That's me success. Mm. You know, it's coming. <laughs> yes. Beautiful. Ladies and gentlemen, that is Jules Dan right there. The man, the myth, the legend. I thank you so very much, Jules, for uh, coming on the show, for dropping such incredible value for everybody. And the, the thing I love about this is this show isn't just live. It's, it's around for as long as we have uh, discs to keep it on and web servers for podcasts and other things and videos. So your gifts will live for a very, very long time for those that come on because you gave a lot of timeless advice. And I appreciate that. And for you giving so freely of your time and your wisdom. So I appreciate you, my brother. Thank, thanks, Brian. Really, really appreciate you coming on for, for meddling, uh, for letting me come on your show, man. I really liked it. Yeah. And, and thank you for having me on yours as well. So look up Jules Dan. Uh, what's your podcast name again? Storytelling Secrets. Storytelling Secrets. I love that. And so if you want to hear some great stuff, learn how and he's developing his copywriting skills. You're going to learn from that because that's what he does. He tells stories and that show empathy. And I'm sure he'll be... Uh, Revealing some of those great stories on his podcast, if he hasn't already. That Every he's also in secrets. I love it. All right. We got to turn this thing off for the night. I could go on for another hour, but, uh, you know, it is getting later here on, in the U.S. And I know it's just still morning there. I think it is. Um, but uh, <laughs> almost lunch. Almost lunch. All right. Well, we got to let the man eat. All right. So <laughs> on behalf of the amazing Jules Dan. I am your host, Brian Kelly of the Mind Body Business Show. We will be back again next time with another great episode. Until then, have a great, great evening. So long and be blessed, everyone. Bye-bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to the Mind Body Business Show podcast at www.themindbodybusinessshow.com. My name is Brian Kelly.